Hello, masterminders. Welcome today. I'm Mimi. I'm one of the coaches here. And this training today is going to be about relationship superpowers. All right. So I'm going to be teaching you a few concepts for the first 10-ish minutes, and then I'll open it up for live coaching for anyone who's interested. So I'll give you more instructions about that when we get there. Um, and I want to offer to you that there's a Q&A box at the bottom of your screen, and you are welcome to put in any questions at any time. There's also the opportunity to raise your hand if you want to come on live. Okay, so I'll be uh, checking the Q&A box periodically to see if there's anything that you're putting in there so that I can use it directly with what we're talking about. All right, so relationship superpowers. We're going to talk today specifically about your client relationships, okay? But these concepts can also be used for any other relationships that are adding difficulty to your life, okay? So let's look at some client relationships. First of all, what are some of the things that you struggle with with clients? So if, if you're here live with me, you can put any of those things in the Q&A box. But I'll also just be using some examples. If you're like most business owners, you don't feel the same way about all of your clients, right? The, there's your favorites and then there's the difficult ones. And I think it's really useful to think of this as kind of a spectrum where over here on one side, we've got those favorite clients, right? The ones that we really like working with. And then over here on the far end it, are the difficult clients. And then there's sprinkled everywhere all throughout this whole spectrum, right? So for this class, we're going to focus mostly on those difficult ones. And I want to give you two superpowers to help you so that those difficult clients are not so difficult. So superpower number one, it is decide intentionally about working with them or not, right? And essentially own your choice. So what do I mean by that? Well, lots of times we're thinking we have to work with them. But that's actually not true. You do not have to be working with any of your clients, but you may be choosing to. And when you make that distinction in your mind, you get a lot more power back in the relationship, right? So identify for yourself, who are those difficult clients that you're dreading or you know, that you don't like working, working with? And what are your reasons for working with them? Why, right? If, if you're just thinking, I have to, well, okay, you don't actually have to. Why are you choosing to? What are those reasons? And then really checking in with yourself. Do you like those reasons? Are you going to continue working with these people? If, if you know that, yes, for sure, I, for sure, I am going to keep working with them, um, then own that, right? Really identify for yourself. What are those reasons that you are continuing to work with them and own that? Um, the, and an, another thing that I mean by owning it is when we're owning it, we don't waffle back and forth uh, and we don't indulge in the complaining about working with them. 
right? We, we don't believe we have to, but instead recognize I'm choosing to. And I want you to just notice the difference of, in terms of your empowerment, how different it feels to have this client that you are recognizing you're choosing to work with them because of these reasons and that you like your reasons enough to continue working with them, even though you might put them in the difficult client category, right? So there's so much power in I'm choosing this. So really pay attention to that difference. There's just one word difference between I have to and I choose to, but all the difference in terms of your empowerment, okay? And then if you find that you really don't have reasons that you like for why you're working with this client, well, then why are you working with them, right? That's something to consider and, and answer for yourself. You're the only one who can know that and decide that. But if you really don't have any reasons that you like, seriously, why are you working with them? So that's, that's something else to um, get clear with yourself about, right? That's not really what we're talking about here. But if you are uncovering that you don't have reasons you like, then do the work of questioning that, figure that out. Okay, but for those, those clients who you are choosing to work with, owning that choice is superpower number one, right? So again, that superpower is decide intentionally that you are, are working with them and own that choice. And then again, for anybody who's come in since I said at the beginning, there's a Q&A box at the bottom and you're welcome to put in any questions or any, any of your own things to add here. And I'll be checking with that periodically, all right? Okay, so that was superpower number one, decide intentionally and own your choice, own that decision about working with that client. Now, superpower number two is to notice the sentences in your head about your client. Now, stick with me here. <laughs> I'm going to be explaining more about that, but turns out we've got sentences in our head, our thoughts about our clients, right? And what most of the time we're not paying attention to those sentences, but those sentences can make a huge difference in how we are feeling about working with these difficult clients, Okay. So you've got these sentences in your head and we, and we want to get more clear about what they are. So let's, let's move off of the difficult clients for just a minute while I kind of um, build on this concept. And let's think about your favorite clients, all right? So think about your cl favorite clients for a minute. Those clients who turn everything in on time, they stay within the scope of the agreement, right? They are the clients that don't call you after hours. They, they don't add things last minute, right? So, so think for a minute. What are your sentences in your mind about those favorite clients? And if, if any of you want to put them in the, the Q&A, that can add some um, to what I, what I already have. And I'll read them off. Um, 
but it's probably something along the lines of, I love working with them. They value my service, right? I'm making a difference for them. They're awesome. They respect me. They do everything that I ask, right? So when you have those kinds of sentences, you have good feelings for, for your clients, right? And then there are the clients that are more difficult, right? They're, we have different thoughts about them. They, you know, maybe they, they're not meeting the deadlines. Maybe they are turning in partial information, right? And so notice the thoughts that we have about those people. And again, if you want to put any in the Q&A box, you're welcome to. But it might be something along the lines of they're a mess. They never turn things in on time. They don't know how to communicate. They don't tell me what's going on. They want too much from me. They're needy, right? They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> it, all kinds of things that we could be thinking about these clients. But we, the superpower, again, is in noticing what are we thinking about them. So we also want to make place that there just are clients that are more difficult than others. And I like to think of it as if we could measure how difficult, um, kind of like that same, that same continuum of the, our favorite clients are over on one end of the continuum and then um, the difficult clients are on the other end, right? Like this, this whole spectrum. And there probably is the same with our measurement of difficulty, right? That our, um, favorite clients would be a zero or maybe 10 um, on a scale of one to a hundred, right? And then over on the other side of the difficult ones, they're going to be closer to the hundred on the difficulty measurement. So we have got this spectrum of them, right? This measurement of how difficult people can be. And What's amazing when we start to look at the sentences that we have, what we do is we increase based on some of the sentences that we have about our clients, we can increase that difficulty, right? So maybe the difficulty, we might measure it at a 90, maybe would even measure it at a hundred, right? If you like raise your hand, if you've got clients who are in the hundred difficult category, but even if they are, even if you would measure them at 100 in terms of difficulty, with your mind, you can always add to the difficulty. It's, a, it's amazing that no matter how difficult somebody is or some situation is, the way we think about it, the sentences in our mind can add and increase that difficulty measurement. It's amazing when we start to really pay, pay attention to that. So going back um, to your favorite clients, uh, that you have those sentences that make, that you make working with them easier because of the way you're, you're thinking about them. And what's amazing about our minds is that we can find evidence for whatever we're thinking. So if we have a sentence in our mind about this client that 
they're amazing. They always turn in everything on time. It might actually be that they do turn in something late, but we overlook it because we're looking for the evidence that agrees with what we're thinking. Does that make sense? So again, when, you're, when you have these beliefs about your client that they always do what you ask and they, they're never late, even if they are late, your brain dismisses it. You give them the benefit of the doubt. You, you know, it, it's not a big catastrophe. It's amazing. And I, I'm guessing that probably you can find some evidence of some of even your favorite clients missing a deadline or turning in partial documents or you know something that you other that you normally would be frustrated about if it if it were your difficult client doing that but our brains manage to make it so much more manageable when we have good thoughts about the people when we are looking for the evidence that they do turn things in on time. It's amazing. So now go to some of those difficult clients, right? Um, where we're like, when we're believing they never turn in things on time, then when they actually do, because sometimes they do, right? But we dismiss it. It's amazing. So just, just check in with yourself and, and see if, Again, along that spectrum of, you know, we've got the favorite clients who do everything right, and we've got the most difficult clients. It turns out that when we are dealing with humans, there's always enough evidence that we can find whatever we're looking for. And so see if you, with your favorite clients, are there some times when they actually haven't been perfect, but you've been able to overlook it and not, not make a big deal. And then sometimes when your difficult clients have actually done something right, <laughs> but we overlook that because we're only finding the evidence that we're looking for. So this is just a demonstration of the power of those sentences in our mind because they send our brain on looking for the evidence that agrees with them. So the point here, again, is that we can find whatever evidence we're looking for based on those thoughts, those sentences, those beliefs that we have about our clients. And when we are wanting to not add difficulty to our work, then noticing the sentences. And because what's amazing is the sentences are not true. They're just what we look for. And we can change those sentences, especially the ones that are adding more difficulty for us. All right. So put any questions in the Q&A. Um, if there's anything, like if you want to share with me a specific example with any of your clients, because um, this, is, this is the teaching that I have with these two superpowers, 
decide intentionally and then own your decision that you are choosing to work with this client. Owning that is a superpower for you in dealing with that relationship. And then the second one is notice the sentences in your mind about the clients and then choosing on purpose sentences that are going to minimize the difficulty, right? Like we, we can't take all the difficulty away. The way the client shows up does present its own difficulty, but we have all the power in not adding to the difficulty with the way we're thinking about them and the evidence that we're looking for based on those sentences in our minds. All right. Well, I don't have anything in the Q&A box. Oh, wait. Nope. Something did just show up. Okay. I have a client that doesn't take advantage of the full package and experiences a lot with that client. Okay. So I have a client that doesn't take advantage of the full package, missed deadlines, not scheduling calls, et cetera, and experiences a lot with that client. Okay, so I, I, okay, I'm not seeing a question here, Sheila, but just kind of validating that, yeah, so this is demonstration of what's happening with that client. So yeah, so then looking at what are, what are the sentences that you add to that, right? They should be scheduling calls, right? Like it, it can be frustrating when you know, gosh, this client could be getting so much more out of the package if they would be doing these things, but, but then they're not. Okay, so then here's a question. How do I engage with them and know I am still providing value? Okay, awesome. And if you want, you can raise your hand and come on if you would like, Sheila, we can talk about this even more. Oh, your hand is raised. Okay. I'm going to bring you on. All right. And, and you know, honestly, my Q&A box was covering the hand part. Oh, so I it, just raised it as- Oh, you, you did just raise it. Okay. Yep, so I, I didn't you actually, said that, so. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So I can hear you. If you want to turn your video on, you can, but you don't, oh, have, you don't um, have to. It's, I and I might, even, might be able to ask you to, but sometimes that- Hmm. I just see a mute, unmute. I don't see a video. Oh, okay. I just have well, audio settings. Okay. So maybe we can <clears throat> we can check on that. Okay. Well, that's fine. I can totally hear you. Okay. So so this question: How do I know I'm still provide I'm still providing value? Right. And just say more about it. So yeah, so I, I find myself with this client um, constantly having those negative thoughts, like I'm having to, oh, do I join as a panelist? Oh, I, I did not. Yeah, I just changed it. So I, because I think that's why we couldn't do the video. Sorry. Okay, awesome. Now I can, now I can see you. <clears throat> Great. Yeah. So with this client, um, because she's, I'm constantly having to 
check in with her on the deadlines, getting the information from her. Um, I, I have a process that every other client is able to schedule calls and we take advantage and we're doing that. Um, it just really turns me off or gives me, I, I just struggle then with continuing to serve this client. It's in like, in some ways she's taking up space from somebody that would truly value me, but mm. that may not be, that might be the sentence. Yeah. Well, and even one and that just kind of slipped out of it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and, and one that slipped through was I'm constantly having to be on top of her. Right. Yeah. Cause I have a staff person. And so my staff person can't do her job if she doesn't get the information from the client and we have communicated the deadlines. These are the deadlines. The staff person reminds her, like sends out here's exactly what we need from you and when I expect it. And then she doesn't get it or she'll get an email saying, I'm going to work on it this day. And then it doesn't happen. And so then my staff person is having to. Okay. And so, the, yeah. So just notice my schedule is again, right? My staff person has to. And that's actually not true. Like there would be consequences or you know, there are things that you would not be able to do, but there's, there, there actually are no have tos. So just like really let that land. It's either a choose to, or it's a, okay, client, sorry. If you don't meet these, then we, we can't do the work, but tell me what's coming up for you. It's and awesome. I think that's where then I get stuck with, um, they're continuing to pay me monthly. Like the, the fee is an auto draw. Okay. So am I obligated to then provide services if I'm not getting what I need? Yeah. And who gets to decide that? Who, who gets to answer that, that question? Am I on the hook? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's some, some questions there. So I, there's like a delay. Sorry. That's okay. I don't and mean then I did with this particular client yesterday, I did just reach out to her again and, and implement a late penalty fee, hoping mm -hmm. that that would be some motivate motivation to, if deadlines are missed, there's going to be this, this fee added on, whether I picked a high enough amount for it. To, I don't know. Okay. So it's kind uh, of an experiment then. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so great to just sit back and look at, all right, this is what's happening. Now, what is in my power here? And how do I want to use that power? Yeah. yeah. And, and just really pay attention to those have tos. Because we do, when, when, the, when we're letting them slide through, we're thinking that they're true. And then we follow, we follow it. I, I have to keep hounding this client. And so then we keep hounding the client, but it's actually not a fact. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. It, and I think lots of times we don't want to see that because then it puts the ball back in our court that is uncomfortable mm -hmm. to, to change, to change things up. But yet that's really where your power is. And I, I did approach it when I put that fee in, at, opened the door to ask her 
if these deadlines are not achievable for you or if we need to adjust the package because that timeline doesn't work, then let's have that conversation. So mm-hmm. yeah. that maybe is, yeah, we just need to change the scope of things. Which would be so that we're both on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be really nice if they hadn't presented the situation. <laughs> right. But that's where like we we also add that difficulty when we're thinking, ah, this client shouldn't be doing this. But yet they are. And we just lose that battle every time because we're essentially fighting with reality. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it also brings up for me that that piece that they're often missing the deadline on is a piece that I've added as what I deem is necessary, but what a lot of others don't include in their package. Mm. Um, and so then it's like, am I making this harder than it needs to be for them? And the, like, okay, so that. yeah, so catching questions like that mm. and then answering them. And, and essentially there's your opinion about it or you, or what, you, how you would answer. And then there's maybe what the client would answer, which we don't know, but our brain is often making up the answer and not usually in a way that serves us. Yeah. Yeah. So, so catching those questions and then at, what, what is your answer to them? And do you like your reasons for that being part of the package? Yeah. But then, then you can own that, you know, more solidly when you recognize, no, I do like my reasons for this. And I can see then how that carries over when I talk about that particular piece of the workflow, mm. I, that, that lack of confidence Oh, and that part of it then comes yeah, up. Yeah, if you're not really owning why this is part of the package, then it would be easy for you to waffle in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether it's necessary. Yeah, so that's some good work. For, yeah, yeah, for you to do yourself of really owning why is that part. Yeah, and then you know, just back to this initial question that you ask: How do I know I'm still providing value? And Really, that's just a, a question for you to ask. Like, what is your definition of value? Mm-hmm. Is it do you, is it value that you believe in? Like, whether the other person is maximizing the value that you could give them doesn't detract anything at all from the value that you are offering. It's a, yeah, I think that's the that I'm offering. Whether they yes. are open to receiving it or not is on them. I'm here. I haven't, I haven't turned or closed the door for them to get that information or get that value. But if they're not open to receiving it or doing their part in it, then there's nothing I can do to change that. Yes. And not making it mean something about you, right? That's lots of times we add those sentences (laughs) to our own self. Like I'm do, I must be doing this wrong or I must not be making it clear. Well, okay, don't believe that just as a fact. You, you can ask a question. Okay, um, sh- do I want to be wording this differently? Do I want to say this again? Do I want to ask if, you know, if, uh, any questions to them? Or, you know, those could be useful questions. 
to then answer if, <clears throat> if you do want to add or yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. To clarify anything. The open. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that but sometimes open. there just are going to be clients that don't maximize what's available for them. And yeah. that's just about them and what's going on for them. That's not me. Right. It doesn't automatically detract anything from your value. And then I can, I can see where I take that experience and try and apply it to others, whether it be the industry or whether it be right someone with similar characteristics or a type of business or whatever that I'm trying to look for that fact to be true. Yes. Yes. And so great to sometimes when we're in it like that, um, it can be beneficial to like take you out of the situation. And let's say this is a different business. This is a different accountant or different CPA. And this is what's happening with their client. And what do I actually think if I observe it like that? Mm -hmm. Right. Within that, that stuff that we make it, we internalize about our value or our, yeah, what we're offering. And that's not a part when we're looking at somebody else. Yeah. And that can help you, you know, get more clear about, okay, this is what I'm value. I'm, I'm offering. I think it's valuable. And then I can see that I'm making some of it mean stuff about my own personal value. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Okay. It, it, do, do we answer that? Anything yeah. else? Yep. Nobody has their hand raised. So if, while I've got you, if you have anything else. Or, I think that helps. All yeah. right. Okay. Well, I will put you back as attendee. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. I think anybody else. Um, that was beneficial for everybody too. Awesome. Okay. I'm taking one last look at the Q and a, I don't see anything else. So I think that is what we have for today. Thank you for being here. And thank you for those of you who will be listening to this, um, on the podcast. I hope that that was beneficial and you do have so much power in these relationships that are difficult, right? Okay. I will see you next time. Bye everybody.